Hi, this is Mona Hayden, editor of Louisiana Road Trips Magazine and Podcast. I was recently asked about some of my favorite articles that we've printed over the last 13 years, and one in particular came to mind. This piece was written by Mickey McLean, one of the most talented people I've ever met. He has since moved to Yuma, Arizona with his wife and recently retired. Sit back and enjoy this piece as I read it to you, word for southern word. Grits Misunderstood by Mickey McLean When Mona suggested that we feature more gardening articles in this issue, I realized that my yard consisted of just a lot of decks and a pond. I had about ten square feet of yard to garden in, so I decided to write about one of my passions. Being a true southerner, occasions arise when I have to, find, to defend a really touchy subject, grits. It so happens that people typically making slurring remarks about grits are usually people that were born and raised north of the Mason-Dixon line. Now, I'm not that kind of person that makes caustic wisecracks about the uninformed, because we all know that Yankees are smarter than the poor people in the South that eat frogs, crawfish, and alligators, usually from ditches in their front yard. But when you criticize grits, you've just pushed me too far. This is true grit war. You come south and partake in our festivals, our charming people, indescribably good food, our easy ways and manners, and we let you think you know more than you do. But let's get real for a minute. If you don't eat grits and study grits, then you just ain't been around. Maybe, I thought, these people just don't understand anything about grits. There had to be a reason that they would criticize them continuously. Perhaps it's unfair and insensitive for me to presume that you may have known the history and background of this fine cuisine. If so, you'd surely be fixing yourself a big old bowl of grits right now. If you're from the South, you don't need to read this because we learned all this before preschool. If you're new to Louisiana, or even to grits, then you should just read and study this information carefully so you'll be better informed about this Southern fascination. To begin with, some people don't really understand where grits come from. The source of the best grits is, of course, the three-leaf white grit tree, which grows in the bottomland of the bayous and the high spots of the swampland. Prime grit property can bring in more money than even good cotton land. I know of friends up north that would appreciate the opportunity to invest in good grit land, just in case anyone out there may have some grit property for sale. Because of the scarcity of grit property, farmers with an eye for the future are now converting some select soybean land back to grit trees. I know of one farmer who saw the grit boom before anyone else, and now has almost 1,700 acres of grit trees ready to produce in the next few years. You see, it takes a full six years of care for the white grit tree before the first grits can be harvested. It only takes four years for the yellow grit tree to produce. The tree, if properly cared for, will produce grits for the next 15 years. The trees grow to medium height and will produce pods filled with grits. Each grit pod forms at the midway section of a limb and will produce almost a cup of grits. The average tree has about 75 pods and can be collected three times a year. The pods are picked before they're open on their own to make the harvest easier. If the grit farmer waits too late in the season to harvest and the pods happen to open, then the grits will fall to the ground. Now when that happens, special groups of people called grit pickers are called in to collect the individual grits by means of a special grit tweezer. I won't go into the making of these tweezers, but it's very complicated and an expensive process. The best tweezers are made from old automobiles license plates. Tree-ripened grits, which have fallen from the pods, do bring higher price because of the extra labor involved, 
but real connoisseurs say they also have a better taste. Sometimes, southerners who do not own grit trees will venture into the bottomlands of the Bartholomew, a prime growing area, and collect wild grits. These have a slightly sweeter taste, but are also prized by some real grit lovers. There's a group of grit connoisseurs located in New Orleans called the Society of the True Grits. They just recently celebrated their 100th year of grit tasting. The Society recently barricaded themselves in their headquarters when a man from Massachusetts tried to join the group. Just liking grits doesn't make you a connoisseur, they assume. They are high standards for admission. The Society is still in litigation with that Yankee. There are many jobs related to the grit industry, such as the highly skilled and technical occupation of grit grader. There are no more than a handful of grit graders in Louisiana, and only one in Morehouse Parish. The graders are the highest paid workers in the industry. They determine how many little black specks are allowed in each grade of grits. Some of us think these little black specks are something to do with the grit fly, but I would have to talk to a real gritologist in detail before I could say for sure. I've often thought about giving up my teaching job to become a grit grader, but I don't want to return to college for another four years just to meet the requirements to grade grits. I can see the price of grits going up as the demand from the North keeps increasing. If the North ever gets into grits, then I'm afraid there won't be enough grits to supply our needs. Moving on, there are two schools of thought on how one should eat grits. The real easy way to eat grits would be with salt and pepper and butter, nothing else. The other method of eating grits, and I even have a hard time talking about this method, is with sugar and milk. Real Southerners use only the first method. Enough said. Now that the gospel is out about this valuable crop, you can say that you've completed your education. I would like to thank my friends from the North to go out and educate their comrades about this great crop of the South, as I'm sure they'll be thoroughly impressed. That's from Mickey McLean back in 2010. We hope you enjoyed that podcast brought to you by Louisiana Road Trips Magazine and Podcasts.